Welcome to the sermon podcast for Canton Church. We gather every week in Canton, Georgia to worship and grow together through God's work. We exist because generations matter. We hope you are encouraged by today's message. So you've heard a lot about missions the last few minutes. Um, I remember the first time, and maybe it wasn't the first time, but it's the first time I can remember that I was given a mission. Uh, It was the first time I ever played paintball. So we showed up. I was grossly unprepared for that event. I, I did not realize all that was necessary to be successful in paintball. I wasn't dressed properly. Uh, I was not prepared for how bad it would sting if it hit bare skin. I just got to be honest. I, I got shot in the back of the neck the first time, I think, by friendly fire. Uh, and it whelped up pretty, pretty severely. Um, but I showed up, and I, I, honestly, this was before, like, the paintball craze that, that really kind of came. And so I didn't, I didn't know. Like, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I just knew, hey, you know, there's some guys from our youth group, and we're going to play paintball. And so I went... And I showed up to rent a gun. I just thought that's what everybody would do. It was like, hey, you're going to pay your money, and you get a certain number of paintballs, and you get a rental gun. And let me just tell you, I don't, this is not exact, but here's kind of what my gun sounded like. There were guys there in full head-to-toe camo with face paint on that brought their own guns that I'm convinced were illegal, but I can't prove it. They didn't make a sound. I didn't know where they were shooting me from. I just knew they were somewhere in the woods and I couldn't find them. And I'm now hurting and bruised for weeks to come. So, but here's what happened. I showed up and everybody was like, hey, you know, you're pretty athletic. And it was some of the guys in camo. So I should have thought they're trying to get me killed. But I didn't think that. I should have thought that. I didn't think that. And so here's what they were saying. Hey, this first game is called Capture the Flag. I was like, I played Capture the Flag in gym when I was in school. I can do this. They were like, we want you to run, get the flag. Which, thinking back now, sounds like a bad idea. But in that moment, I thought, wow, my team trusts me. I, that's so, it's, it's great to feel wanted and trusted and valued. And so, so we decided, we decided collectively that I would go get the flag and that they would provide cover fire. I think they went to lunch. I don't know <laughs> what happened, but I don't feel like I was very much covered in that event. So it was like we all spread out. And then it was like, when the whistle sounded, I was just supposed to sprint towards the middle of the field, grab the flag, turn around and run back. And if we got it to our back to our end, then we won, Um, which then they later changed the rules and I had to take it to their end. And that was even worse. And so I decided this is what I'm going to, and I'm telling you, I may still have scars from some of the shots that I took that day. But I was given a mission, and by golly, I was going to fulfill, well, I was going to try to fulfill that mission. I was not successful. We lost every single game. They had more camo guys than we had. But here's what I know. I was given a mission, and from that point forward, I knew exactly what I was supposed to do. I didn't do it well, but I knew what I was supposed to do. And, and so today, as we're talking about these different missions, partners, and different people. And we're interviewing Johnny, and he's making it sound so simple to us that it's like, hey, just go take some pictures in a village. But there's the idea that he moved from his comfort to go and be in those places to do what God has equipped and called him to do. The video you just watched from ARC, that's the Association of Related Churches. They're planting churches, and it sounds like, wow, they planted 120 churches in 2017, and that sounds like really neat, and I guess they just kind of plant churches on a whim, but no, 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 it's taken years and years to get to this point where they could plant 120 churches in a year because it takes resources and it takes training pastors and leaders to go into these communities to plant churches. 
You heard Casa Shalom. You heard the stories there. They have over 100 children from just a week old baby up to a 20 year old. And you're like, wow, how do you even get started in that? You get started because you're given a mission. In Matthew 28, 19, it's the mission that all of us as Christ followers, if you're a Christ follower in the room, have been given. It says this, Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. As Jesus was leaving the earth, he had already gone to the cross, he had already gone to the tomb, he had been resurrected, he was appearing to his followers, and as a part of those appearances at the end of his earthly life, his earthly existence, he gives them a mission. He gives them the great commission, co-mission. Corporate, together, we are on this mission to go into all nations and make disciples. And so you say, well, I don't know that I'm ever going to go open an orphanage in South America. I mean, it sounds great what Johnny just described, but I don't know that I'm ever going to that town. I'm not sure I can ever get there. I mean, I take pictures on my phone all the time, but they never turn out like what his pictures did. I don't know that I have those skills. I can't train people. You know, planting a church, I don't even know how you do that. I'm not really sure what that even looks like. And yet, all of us together have been called and commissioned to go and make disciples. And so what part do you and I play in this mission, in this commission? Because all of us, if we are Christ followers, we want to live on mission. We want to be about something larger than ourselves. And so how do we make sure that we're living in such a way that it accomplishes something that will sustain. Here at Canton Church, I told you, we, we separated from Mount Perrin North and were planted as a plant in August of last year. And so we had been in existence for a couple years as a campus of a church, and then we were launched as an individual autonomous church. And so as a part of that, as I was describing a few minutes ago, we began wrestling with what does missions look like for Canton Church? And honestly, as a, as a staff, we were talking about it one day and really kind of fleshing out, what does this look like? How do we accomplish this? How do, you know, because one of the things that we experienced in those first five years is that it seemed a little bit overwhelming to us. As we were a part of this larger church with this larger missions organization that was kind of operating outside, of, within Mount Perry North and outside into the world, we felt like, man, if, you know, if there's 86 partners a couple years ago, in one year, 86 different partners, it's like, well, if I give $50, every partner gets 70 cents? You know, hey, go do something with that, Johnny. Here's your 70 cents. So it felt a little overwhelming. So what do we do? Do we just adopt one place or one person or one missions partner? And we say everything we raise, everything we do will be pointed in that direction. And that's one way that we could go. One of the things that we wanted to try to accomplish is if, if, if Matthew 28, 19 says to go and make disciples of all nations, we wanted to try to find a way to be a part of all nations without it feeling like, well, we're not really accomplishing anything. And honestly, as a part of a staff meeting one day, as we were fleshing this out and we were talking about it, the idea came that we wanted to have an every continent strategy. Now, again, that may seem overwhelming to you, but we're not talking about necessarily giving, you know, a penny or a $10 or $100 to every nation of the world right now. We want to scale this in ways that are sustainable for us so that we feel like we're making an impact. But eventually, we want, wherever ministry is happening around the world, we want to have a presence there, not just ourselves, but through partners that are already on the ground. And so presently, we have North America through the ARC, the Association of Related Churches, 
They're planting churches in the United States and Canada, and you've just heard that they're branching out now to, to plant churches around the world. And so when he said on the video, that was Dino Rizzo, he's the, the director of the ARC Church Planting Network, when you heard him say that there were 85 new partners in 2017, Canton Church was one of those new partners. As we began this process, those were continuing to give to missions through pledges that they had previously made when we were a part of Mount Perry North, of those that just said, hey, when I give above my tithe, I want to give some offering towards this missions idea. We took some of those funds, and every month we were able to contribute to the ark to help plant churches. So when new churches are being planted every five days through the Association of Related Churches, you're helping, if you're giving to missions, you're helping to accomplish that. You say, okay, well, that's, that's North America. Then we said, hey, there's a relationship that we have with Johnny Moore. A couple years ago when we first did Buy a Tree, Change a Life, and we were selling Christmas trees uh, around Christmas time to help, because that's a good time to sell Christmas trees, by the way. If you try to sell them any other time, it doesn't really work. We said, hey, we're going to sell these Christmas trees. We were able to take the funds that we raised, and we were able to give those to Johnny to help invest in some ministry that was taking place there in Southeast Asia some of the partnerships, their Christmas outreach, and various things that they were doing in ministry. So we're like, okay, well, now we have a partner in Asia. That's awesome. Well, that's two. So then we started looking. I think Matt Bayer actually went on Google and started Googling like any ministry that was taking place in Antarctica, and we couldn't find any. But other than Antarctica right now, we were like, okay, where can we strategically invest resources, time, money to help start to fulfill this strategy of an every continent mission strategy for Canton Church? And we were connected to Josh and Jessica Hansen, which you just heard about from Guatemala, Casa Shalom. We said, okay, if, if there's no more children's services in Guatemala, no one's helping these children that have been abandoned or in abusive relationships, but Josh and Jessica Hansen are doing that, and they're willing to take now over 100 children into their orphanage, we want to help resource them. So now we have a partner in South America. It's like, well, yeah, but there's still some other continents. Yeah. In recent weeks, I've had conversations with a potential partner in Africa. I got an email two weeks ago from a potential partner in Europe. We're still looking for a partner in Australia. Like, we're, we're on the search. But here's how this works. As a part of this every continent strategy, we want to look for opportunities. And then we as a church want to find ways to take what we have been entrusted with and partner with those folks to help make that strategy a reality. We don't want to bite off more than we can chew. We want to scale in ways that make sense to us and to our partners so that they can trust us when we say, hey, here's how we're going to come alongside of you, both in regular partnership or maybe through special projects. And so as we continue to grow our church here and the resources designated for missions here, then we will expand our partners, our partnerships, and what we're able to provide to our partners around the world on every continent where ministry is taking place. And you say, okay, well, now I kind of see, okay, this is where Canton Church is headed. But here's the reality. In Acts chapter 1, verse 8, it says this, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Many of you are familiar with this passage of Scripture. This comes, again, right at the end of Jesus' time on earth. He is talking to his disciples, his followers, and then he's going to leave the earth and go and be with his Father. And then in Acts chapter 2, the Holy Spirit comes, and we have the day of Pentecost and the power of God being uh, distributed to the, the followers of Jesus Christ so that they can go and do ministry and see the miraculous and see these incredible manifestations or demonstrations of the Spirit of God at work in and through his people. But he says specifically that they would receive power to be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. 
Now, unless you live in Jerusalem, Judea or Samaria, you're like, well, I don't know that that applies to me. But here's what I want you to think about. I want you to think about these concentric circles. Imagine throwing a rock down into a pond and it begins to ripple and you see the larger ripples continue to go out towards the edges of the water. Jerusalem is that closest place to you, where he was talking to them. He wanted them to know that the place that they were stationed, this is, you are to go and be witnesses in your town, in your community. So if your mailing address says Canton, Georgia, that's your Jerusalem. If your mailing address says Ball Ground or Woodstock, if your mailing address says Jasper, wherever you receive your mail, you do your life, that's your Jerusalem. And so for us, what we want to do is we want to make an impact in our Jerusalem. We want to make an impact here in the greater Canton and Cherokee County areas. So from now on, you won't hear us talk about two different options where we're going to do missions somewhere else and we're going to do local community outreach. What we believe is that all of our local community outreach is local missions. It's our Jerusalem. And so we want to go and be witnesses in Canton, Cherokee County, Ballground, Waleska, Jasper, we've got a a burden, a heart. There are some things in my heart right now, some vision that I have for God to do something and entrust to us incredible ministry opportunities in some of the towns that I just named that we're not presently doing anything other than some people driving from there to come to this place. We want to go there and make an impact. So, okay, okay, God, help fulfill that. Help make that a reality. So that's our Jerusalem. So we say, okay, we're going to start there. And then this idea of Judea. Judea would kind of be our region. So maybe you just look at it at maybe the greater Atlanta area. Maybe you look at it as Georgia. What does that look like for us? We're still fleshing that out, trusting God, praying, God, how would you have us to make an impact in our region, in the greater region that you've planted us, that you've called us? It's not by accident that this is where we are and it's not some other random place. God, what is it that you would have us do in this region? I gotta be honest, we don't have that strategy yet other than what I just described where we believe there's a ripple effect from what God is doing locally and it begins to impact other places here in our state or in our larger region. The idea of Samaria would be kind of our nation, that larger place that we call home. Again, some of that strategy takes place through us planting churches through the ark. And while you may not go plant a church with one of those teams, some of you might. There may be a day that you come to me and you say, you know what, I'm called, and I may not be a preacher, but I feel called to go and help launch a brand new work. I've got this entrepreneurial spirit to go be a a kid's pastor or a student pastor or, or some type of ministry leader or director in a brand new ministry opportunity in a new community. And you know what we're gonna do? We're going to be sad for a second, and we're going to celebrate you to death as we send you off to go and do that work that God is calling you to do. Because we don't have the corner market on what God is trying to accomplish. We are one piece in the big C church. And so what we want to do is we want to help resource places, resource couples, resource churches that can go into other communities and impact people with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And then it says, to the ends of the earth. And you've heard a little bit about that today, but we want to expand those opportunities by going around the world and partnering with people that are already there so that we can help resource them to reach people that you and I may never reach because we may never meet them face to face. So there was a card on your your seat when you came in. I would love for you to take that in your hands, and I'm just going to kind of describe for you a few things that are listed there. Some of you have already been reading this, but this is just a response card for you today. If you would say, hey, I want to be a part of this. On some level, in some way, I would love to be a part of what Canton Church is doing for local and global 
missions. And so the top of that is just some demographic information so we can follow up with you, give you some resources about what God is doing, report to you, give you stories about what God is doing through these efforts. And then you see the threefold strategy that we're going to try to accomplish, all that you've heard about. The first of those is go. We want to mobilize ourselves to get out of our seats, to get out of this building, and to do something to impact other people. And you see a couple of ways there. The first of those is on July 4th. It's the Canton Fireworks Outreach. You go, that doesn't sound like a whole lot of ministry, but I promise you over the last few years, here's what we realized. The city of Canton shoots fireworks like right over here. And so a, a, bunch, a couple hundred people and a bunch of cars and a bunch of families, they just show up in our parking lot. And it's like, well, thank you, Lord, for sending them here, Right? And so we cook hot dogs and give out drinks and you know, just talk to people, and we have inflatables for kids, and it's all free of charge. We open up our facility for bathrooms, which may be the greatest ministry we do on that day. I'm not really sure. But you say, hey, I want to be a part of that. I want to talk to people. I want to put on a Canton Church shirt and talk to people and just invite them to church, or we'll give, do some giveaways, some things on that day, just to engage people here in our community. The second thing that you see there is July 14th, give a kid a chance. This is an organization we've partnered with almost since our first year of existence where we help as kids are going back to school to give them the resources that they need to be successful in their school year, school supplies and book bags. And on that specific day, we're handing out all of those supplies, partnering with Give a Kid a Chance and other community churches to give haircuts for free and to provide maybe shoes and some clothes if they need it and those school supplies. And so you say, hey, I want to be a part of that. We're going to mobilize a team from Canton Church to go and serve at that event. And then you see an international option we're going to go to Guatemala to Casa Shalom in the month of October. We're going to go and partner there with Josh and Jessica Hansen, and we're going to love on those kids, and we're going to help them do some outreach opportunities and just share the gospel. And there's a lot of ways that you can be a part of that. And so we want to go on that trip in October and make a difference and expose ourselves to what God is doing around the world just in that small corner of what God is doing there in Guatemala. And then you say, hey, I, none of these work for me, or even if they do, I'd love for you to talk to me when you have other opportunities, because we're going to continue to look for ways to partner with other people. So I would love for you to check any of those that apply. You're not committing yourself, obligating yourself to do any of these things by checking this box. We're going to follow up and send you the information. But that's the go part. Then there's the give part. A lot of what we've described requires financial resources, and you say, well, I don't have a lot. And here's what we always say about giving. It's not how much you give, it's the heart with which you give. You're not giving to the church, you're giving through the church back to God, and God is honored by that. And this God that is supernatural and can take two and a half you know, fish sandwiches and turn it into enough to feed 5,000 can take $5 a month, $10 a month, $25 a month from you or more to, hey, I'm going to take this, multiply it, and allow Canton Church to reach more people for the cause of Christ. And so you can see there, I am pledging the following amount per month or one time to Canton Church Local and Global Missions. And here's what I would say to you. Everybody look at me. I know you're reading and some of you are writing. Look at me. If you are not yet tithing, you're not yet giving financially the way that we believe God has called us to give to honor him with the tithe, I'm going to ask you to start with that first. Because what you allow us to do by doing that is the ministry that God's called us here in this local church. And then we believe that missions giving is that over and above. And you say, well, that's what I've got a heart for, and I'm all about that. But we want to make sure that you're honoring God financially, and so we want you to start in that way. And then if you say, hey, I'm willing to give up one Starbucks a month, I'm willing to you know, not eat out one, one time a month or two times a month, and here's what I'm going to designate towards missions, we want you then to say, hey, here's what I'm willing to give to help local and global missions through the end of 2018. That's all we're asking you to do. I know it's already May, so for the next seven months or so, this is what I'm, continue, I'm committing to pledge. And then finally, we say, hey, I'm committing to pray for our local and global missions partners every week. If you fill this card out and you check that box, every week or so, you will get from us 
just the names of those partners or perhaps new prayer needs if we get those from our partners so that you can say, hey, I'm specifically praying for these partners that we're connected to here at Canton Church. You say, well, that's a lot of information. I'm not really sure where to start with that. Maybe you're not ready to fill this out today. You can take it home, pray about it. But I'd love for you, in just the next few minutes, the band's going to come back and lead us in a response song as we kind of allow the Holy Spirit to work in our hearts and our lives. As you read through that, to go, okay, God, what is it that you would have me to do to be a part of this? And fill that out and drop it in the bucket. It's between you and God. And so we're not going to hound you, bombard you. We're not going to send you, you know, bill collector. Oh, you pledged this and you haven't met your, no, no, that's between you and God. It just helps us plan. Because when you pledge, we want to take those, those numbers and put them all together and go, okay, do we have the ability to expand what we're already doing? Or do we have the ability to say to a current partner, hey, we want to increase what we're giving to you. And we want to do that in ways that, again, make sense for us and for you so that we never have to come back and go, hey, the money didn't come in. We want to do this in really wise, good stewardship principles. So we'd love for you to participate. But here's one more scripture I want to read to you before we close our time together today. Philippians chapter 1, verse 3 says this, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Quickly, this is the Apostle Paul writing to a group of people that he had previously encountered in the city of Philippi. And as he's writing this letter to them, we recognize that he is saying to them, every time that I think of you, every time I remember you, I thank God. I thank God for you every single time. I was soaping, which is my method for Bible study. It's scripture, observation, application, and prayer. I was soaping through this passage just a few days ago. And as I came to that passage, every time I think of you, every time I remember you, I thank God for you. And in that moment, I thought, you know what? There are some people in my life that I need to let them know that I'm thankful for them today. And so it wasn't every single person that I'm thankful for, but just three or four or five people that I just, I hadn't told in a while. And so I just shot them a quick text with that scripture, said, hey, today I'm thankful for you. I remembered that I was thankful and I wanted you to know. Every single one of them responded back, oh, thank you so much. I'm thankful for you too. I mean, a lot of different things and started some conversations that were long overdue, but here's the question today. Paul is doing ministry and he's separated from a group of people that he was connected to on a heart level. And a lot of these missions partners that we've described here in the last few minutes are people that you and I may never meet. But I want to make sure that if Josh and Jessica Hansen wake up on a morning in Guatemala and they're just a little bit heavy, depressed, sad, overwhelmed by the work, the need. They've got over 100 kids, but there's probably thousands and thousands more that they wish they could take in. And that's the day that the money that comes from Canton Church lands in their account. They see the balance go up a little bit and they realize, hey, we can do ministry a little more effectively to the kids that are here. Or maybe it just happens to be the day before we show up on our trip to them in October. Maybe it's one day when Johnny Moore's in a new village and he's running out of photo paper. But he knows that he can go back to the city and buy more because of the partnership with Canton Church. Maybe the ark is ready to plant a new church in a city that there's not really a lot of life-giving churches and they're looking for partners to help make that happen. And when they go look at their strategy and they look at all the account ledgers and things, they see that Canton Church is a partner and we're ready to help them go into that new community. Maybe the partner that I've talked to recently in Africa, the, pa the pastor in Poland, who's just looking for somebody to partner with him to equip 
his ministry leaders so that they can do ministry more effectively. Three years ago, they had 40 people in their church in a community that is completely anti-Christianity. Two years ago, that 40 grew to 80. This last year, that 80 grew to 180, and they're completely out of space. Every single person that I just mentioned and others in the weeks, months, and years to come, I want them to be able to say, every time I think of Canton Church, I thank God for you. Every time I think about the work and the need and the weight of all that God is calling me to, I am filled with joy and gratitude because there are a group of people in Cherokee County, Georgia, who have decided to go after their Jerusalem and their Judea and their Samaria and to the ends of the earth because we've been given a mission. And so today I want you to join me in being a part of the mission that God is calling us to. I want you to bow your head and close your eyes just for a moment. God, I thank you today for the opportunity to be a part of something larger than ourselves. And I know on a day like this, we're not really sure what it may look like when we show up. And my hope and my prayer today is that you would allow us just to honor you in our efforts, that you would be lifted up. This is not about anything other than just being a part of what you're already doing around the world. But God, thank you that you trust us enough to be a part of it. And so God, today... Break our hearts for the things that break yours. And help us to realize that we have opportunity to partner with those who are doing ministry perhaps in places we'll never visit. But they're reaching people. And God, we get to celebrate that as if we were there on the ground too. So God, whether we go or whether we give or whether we pray or hopefully if we do all three of those things, help us to see that you allow us to be a part of your kingdom work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening. If you would like more information about today's message or about our church, we invite you to visit us at cantonchurch.com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash cantonchurchga. 